Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I was miserable being at a desk job for eight hours and I had such passion like boiling inside me. There was so much potential for hair groups to make it big and I have all these ideas and I cannot do it. I'm Allie Wolf, a TV news reporter taking on my biggest assignment yet, motherhood. Get ready to feel inspired and connected as we explore the journey into mom life. This is the Mom's Calling Podcast. Welcome to episode 16 of Mom's Calling. So far, speaking to all of these incredible women, entrepreneurs, experts, and mothers has been inspiring. And today is no different. It is another great one. Cancer patients, drag queens, Orthodox Jewish women, and Broadway performers. Those are just some of the customers who get comfort and confidence from my guest's unique product, which you are going to learn all about in this episode. Esty Brick is the founder of The Hair Grip. It's a tapered velour comfort band that secures wigs and other head coverings and even grips to the skin. The friction of the material in this band means you do not need clips or pins to hold head coverings in place. Esty is incredible. Not only is she warm, relatable, and sweet, she is also a savvy businesswoman who shares how this side hustle that she ran for 11 years has finally become her full-time job. We discuss how she got her start, got the product in stores around the world, and how she stayed consistent for over a decade while balancing being a wife, mom of two, and working full-time. I hope you enjoy. Esty, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thanks. Me too. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I am just so impressed by your business. And so I want to start with how it started for you. Where did you get this idea to do the hair grip? So basically, my grandmother had breast cancer and she was losing her hair. And um, I'm an Orthodox Jewish woman, so we cover our hair. And she was wearing a wig and it just wasn't clipping on because there was nothing to grip to when she was struggling. I was like, Oh man, like you're already so uncomfortable with chemo. There's just gotta be something else out there. I just thought I'd be selling it to friends and family. We invested half our wedding money with a family friend who does this. He goes back and forth to China. He's a liaison. (laughs) It just blew up. I guess like 
customers were bringing into their stores. They find it. I was on eBay, Amazon, and then the stores would call me and slowly, 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 it just got bigger. And every year I, I would do something different. I would add a different design. I would add a color, like different variations. And it just got really big. And that's kind of how it started. Wow. You started 11 years ago. So you already yes, are yes. very established. Yes. And you, so I want to go way back and talk about this problem that you saw. You had your grandmother who was dealing with an illness, but also you have Orthodox women who are wearing wigs to cover their heads. So who were you targeting in the beginning with trying to solve this problem? And how did you go about, you know, getting your product to them? Right, exactly. So for me at that time, it was friends and family in the Orthodox world and the idea that my grandmother was losing her hair, chemotherapy. And from there, it kind of rolled into like, wait, there's alopecia. Like they also lose their hair. And then there was a drag queen who was interested. I was like, oh, drag queens wear wigs too. And then there was a mermaid like and cosplay. I was like, oh my gosh, the market, Broadway performers, like the market is just so much bigger than I had thought 11 years ago. You said you invested wedding money. Was there a lot of stress and thought into, should we invest this big chunk of money into this product that I believe in? I mean, how did you go through that process looking back on it now? <laughs> my, my answer is I had no idea what I was doing. It was my <laughs> husband's idea and I trusted him and I just went with it. And I thought like, okay, worst comes to worst. It'll take me like 20 years to sell this first investment. And eventually I'll make my money back and that's fine. Like it'll just be on the side and whatever. I don't, I wasn't thinking, I don't know. <laughs> crazy. But my point is like crazy. Sometimes crazy is good and just jumping into it and not knowing any better. No, I think that's great. And you know what? I love that you're honest about it because I think that a lot of people have this analysis paralysis and you overthink it and you will right. never know. Yes. You'll never know if it's going to be successful if you never try. And of course right. you have the advantage of being young and having wedding money and putting it towards that. Yeah. But um, but I think it is a great point that that maybe you shouldn't overthink something so much before just trying it out, right? Yes. Right. I, I honestly, I was not even scared of failing because I didn't even know what that meant. So yeah, I want to point out that you didn't just jump into this full time. You were young and you had the money to dedicate, but you also were working and you were a young mother, right? So talk us through the juggle and how you were building a business while juggling other things in your life. Yes. Yeah, so at that time, I was working on the east side at a college for full time and I was going to college at night at the same time. It was just a lot of college. And I was doing this business, like just very, very slowly, whenever between homeworks, like, I don't know. And then at by graduation, I was already pregnant. <sighs> and then um, I had the baby and I, I can't even say I was working on it more during maternity leave because we all know you can't do anything during maternity leave. I just remember like crying all the time. <laughs> um, and then I guess getting back to work and, and getting him into daycare, I felt more like myself, like, okay, now I could do what I want to do. During the downtime at work is when I would work on it. At nighttime after the baby goes to sleep, I'll work on it. That's how I did the juggle. Yeah. How did you stay consistent? Were there times when you had to put it on the back burner and then you just always picked it back up? I'm sure there's a temptation to just say it's too much. I can't handle it. But but you you stuck with it. So, you know, how did you manage to do that? During my regular lifestyle, it was a matter of just maintaining it. And I'm very grateful that even just maintaining it, it was growing. And when it was downtime is when I would focus on it and maybe like take it a, a one baby step further and like add something else kind of thing, like a graphic or whatever. 
A few years into the business, as Esty juggled kids and a full-time job, she got an offer from someone who wanted to buy her business. Despite pushback from her supportive husband, Esty was tempted to sell. In the end, though, it didn't happen, and she pushed on. Were you initially focused on selling in physical stores or were you always doing online and, you know, I don't know if Amazon was big then or you said eBay. So how did you go about finding places to sell? (laughs) Right. Like, how did you go about finding places to sell and how did that evolve with technology up to now? Okay. So in the beginning, beginning, I wasn't confident enough to go to stores. So it was more friends, family online, Amazon, eBay. Um, and then once I did get confident, then I would I would do, um, let's say, cold calls to like more local stores that I could go to. And then the big thing, and, and I do recommend this, was I purchased a list of 3,000 stores, wig stores across the U.S. Mm. And then I made postcards. I did like graphics of postcards about me. And I started to keep record of who I would mail the postcard to and then I would follow up and I would offer samples. That was a big thing also offering samples to people who I who weren't local. So that's how I would um, expand to stores. But I would say that was like maybe 10% of my store success and like 90% of my store success is literally customers who let's say got it from Amazon or, or from a friend who recommended them they bought it is, is them personally bringing it to their store, their salon, their boutique saying, Hey, this is great. Do you sell these? Do you want to sell these? And that's how the stores would reach out. Like I, all my emails with new stores, I'm not joking. Start with, Hey, customer brought, brought this in, came highly recommended. What are your wholesale prices? I was like, Whoa, like that's awesome. Wow. That's incredible. You mentioned your husband a lot. And so were you doing yeah. this alone or just with your oh, husband right. or did you have help? Because I think a lot of people might be thinking in the beginning, if they're having a business that's reaching a bit of success, what's the best thing to do? Do you invest in an employee or do you just kind of stay small for as long as possible? I'm wondering what you recommend there. I want to tell you about a product I love. It is the Mule Baby Whiteboard, the easiest way for new parents and caregivers to coordinate baby care. You can log feedings, diaper changes, and sleep times. It is reusable. Just stick it to your fridge and start logging. There's also a twin version. Get 10% off your order on Amazon with the code MOMSCALLING. Enjoy! quick break to talk to you about planners, specifically the Baby Steps printable planners on Etsy, which come with checklists to keep you organized every step of the way. From pregnancy and baby showers to postpartum and mom life, there's even a planner for recipes and meal prep. They are simple, fun, and affordable. Check out the Baby Steps shop on Etsy and use the code MOMSCALLING for 15% off. So this was my husband's idea and we were partners on it and he's super beyond supportive. He was the person I would always bounce back ideas with and like, what do you think of this? Or like, this happened, like, should I respond to this? And kind of like, not sure. And when it comes to cold calling, like he was good at that. I wasn't confident enough. And there was a point where he lost his job and he's like, okay, I'm going to help you grow the business. And I'd come home from work and he'd be like, I'm in Florida now. And he would go state by state calling and reaching out. Um, It is nice and helpful to have someone who is um, entrepreneurial or has that mindset to bounce ideas off because sometimes you're not right. Like, does this sound right? Or what should I do here? And stuff like that. So that is important to have. Esty recently took the leap and quit her job to work on the hair grip full time. She says she was petrified, but passionate. It's something she wanted badly for years. I was miserable 
being at a desk job for eight hours and I had such passion like boiling inside me. There was so much potential for hair groups to make it big and I have all these ideas and I cannot do it. Essie and her husband finally felt they were financially ready for her to take the leap and run the business full time. She realizes she's lucky to get that chance. And she has this tip for other moms itching to quit their day jobs to pursue their side hustles full time. Don't give up. Focus on the number that you need to make to cover leaving your job and then what you have to do to get there. Like for me, it was like take on more wholesale distributors and stuff because they order bigger numbers. Find out what you need to do and just that's your focus to get there. And then that's how you could leave. I think that is an amazing tip. It sounds yeah. like you and your husband were very in touch with what your number was. You had a financial mm-hmm. plan and that is mm-hmm. incredibly smart. But I, I also want to talk about the other side of it was you had this burning desire to do it. And I think it sounds like that is what really, like once you had the numbers squared away, you had that passion and you were just itching to do it. Is it the mission? Is it the work? Is it the product? What is it about the hair grip and doing what you do that gives you so much excitement to keep going and now to do it full time? My answer is the women. It's literally the women that I meet. It's the the customers who tell me they now started dating because they're confident. Like, whoa, I just changed your life. Like, that's amazing. It's the store owners. A lot of them are cancer survivors and just hearing their stories. It's connecting with these store owners around the world. Like, literally, I feel like they're my best friends. Like, in New Zealand, we schmooze all the time. It's the women. Connecting with these women, the stores and the customers, is, is the passion and just seeing how they're more comfortable, how they're confident, how they freak this morning. And I'm not even lying this morning. I get a text from a coworker from the school that my daughter goes to texting me like, I can't find my haircut. Please, please send one to her. I'll, I'll, I'll leave money in her bag. Like, please, please. And I got that exact same text from someone like a neighbor or something on Thursday. And I'm, and I'm not joking. Just clearly it's an essential. I feel like it's like a bra. That's incredible. I <laughs> would love to hear more. Like you said that you had women say they started dating. Do you have more yeah. of those examples of, you know, all the different types of uses that people are, are finding um, and the people around the world and maybe a couple of those stories or testimonials? Yeah. Like um, a mer- mermaid, because there, <laughs> there are women who dress like mermaids. I know it's, it's amazing. And they go swimming So saying like, oh, I could swim underwater and not have to clip my wig or not have to worry about it falling off has, you know, helped me. The the stories that touch me the most are like, I'm more confident now I can date. Thank you. I I also like the tips that I get from women. Like someone reached out from, it might've been Texas that said, you know, it's so hot. I started putting my hair grip in the freezer and before I go out, I put it on and it cools my head. And I just thought like, oh, that's interesting. Like I could give that when someone recommends that. I mean, it's just amazing to hear your success. I'm wondering what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned over 11 years and having success and doing so well with your product? Um, what have been the biggest lessons? <laughs> it's challenging. Crying's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's challenging. Um, making mistakes, so many mistakes. If you want to know the background of how I started to offer sizes. So the band is 22 inches long. Uh, Everyone loves the 22 and just kind of like a good handful of like, Hey, can you make it, you know, a little smaller? So I ordered my next order to be, to also offer 21 inch, just like one inch smaller. So they sent me the sample for approval, right? They, they like show me measurement. Basically they, they send pictures online first and then they send me a physical sample. 
I did not measure it. That physical sample was 24 inches, which is Mm -hmm. three inches more than I asked for, two inches more than the original. I didn't think to measure the physical band. And that's what came, like 15,000 pieces of those. And I was like, oh my God, it was completely on the wrong size. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? And they're like, oh, so sorry. You know, and then they quickly sent me the 21. I'm like, gosh, now I could offer largest. You know, there we go. And like, no one really wants them, but at least I have them. So that's kind of how the sizes started. We hear a lot of success stories and we don't hear a lot of stories about how mistakes happen. And then also I think how mistakes turn into new ideas. And I think that what it highlights, at least to me when I'm listening is you're not a person with a business degree or, you know, somebody coming at it from the business angle. I mean, you are an entrepreneur and you had this idea and you're the founder of this company, but it doesn't seem like you let those problems intimidate you. And you don't let the fact that you're not this quote unquote business person hold you back from having this business that is growing and doing really well. So I'm wondering if you have any tips for other moms who maybe have this idea and want to do something, but are holding themselves back because they're, they don't have the experience to maybe back it up. Yes. I do not have the experience to back it up a hundred percent. I found um, through Instagram, there were a lot of free workshops because they want to wheel you in. They want to be your business coach, um, Mm -hmm. but they offer worksheets to get ideas of marketing and social media. And I remember sitting at my desk, like with my AirPods, like just taking notes. So getting those ideas, podcasts are huge. There's so many, there's mommy millionaire, how I built this side hustle school. Those are, those all give you ideas, but they also give you confidence. You know, they keep, they praise you and they push you and they give you confidence because you're, you're gaining this information that you didn't know you didn't have before. And you feel like, oh, I could do this. And you have this vision that you're focusing on of the life that you want. And, and eventually you'll get there because you're, you're gaining all this information that you didn't get in school and that you didn't get of years of selling a product. So I would definitely recommend books also. So just expose yourself to what's out there. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice because a lot of people, I mean, listening to other podcasts of stories of how people started their business, oftentimes the best products are started by people who do not have a background in an MBA, um, but you figure it out. And it sounds like you have definitely figured it out as you've gone. And I think it's a great way to learn. And with that, I want to get to some of our fun questions here because we're already getting to the end. went by quickly. I want to hear some of your best and worst advice, either for being a mom, because we haven't talked much about being a mom, or being a mom or being a businesswoman. Well, the best advice, now that I started to stop working, I had a friend over who's also working from home and we're working together and she's boom, 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 doing her thing. And I'm boom, 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 doing my personal, you know, I'm paying bills, I'm making appointments, I'm fixing something, calling a mechanic for something's broken. I'm taking care of like my mom, wife, household thing. And hours later, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even start like invoicing or bookkeeping. Like I didn't do anything for the hair group. And she's like, okay, bye. But, and I was like, wait, uh, uh, I, I didn't get to do my business yet. And now I got to go get the kids. She's, and she said like, oh, the first thing to do is your business over your household because the household's brain dead stuff, like filling out, submitting those forms. That's the school sends you all the time or permission slips and all those things. Like that's brain dead things you could do when you're tired in your bed. When it comes to your fresh in the morning, the first thing you should focus on is your business and you'll feel so much better. That that was just a few weeks ago, by the way. I was like, (laughs) Oh, that's really good advice. There's that and also that coupon code. Like when you're doing an ad, in something to kind of personalize the code to be connected to that vendor from that ad. So when you get um, orders 
and they use a code, you'll know that's where it's from. And then you'll know whether or not it was successful if you should continue to advertise to them. So that that was good advice. Those are two great ones. I love that. And I also love the fact that the first one that you said with kind of the mm-hmm. productivity, I totally have seen as a mom, the day can just get away from you. And if you don't really get get that priority done early, then all of the mom responsibilities will naturally pile up in the household stuff. So that is a really good one too. I know there's a lot of bad advice out there. I'm wondering if you have any uh, worst advice that you've heard either as a mom or businesswoman. I guess anything that would stop you from doing what you want to do, like when I wanted to offer the gray color, because I would get that request and the liaison manufacturer and my husband were just like, what are you doing? Like, you're totally fine with these three other colors. What do you need to put in another one? It's an investment. It's a risk. So I, it's, it's hard when you get pushback for something that you feel like maybe it's a good idea. And like now gray is, is pretty successful, not as successful, but it's nice just to offer variation. But for a mom, any bad advice? I, I hate it when like people, I'm a Taurus and maybe that's why when people would like tell me what to do, and you, you know, your kids and your babies and their needs. And if someone tells you like to give them a pacifier when they're born, like maybe you don't want to do that just to stick to what you believe in. Cause you know what your kids needs are best and, and you are your kids advocates. That's great. So let's get to the question. So I have a question from my previous guest. I would love to hear from your next guest, what she feels makes her better at her business, makes her more unique, gives her her niche that comes from being a mom. I think relating to the women, I guess, because I'm a mom and a lot of them are moms and just being able to relate to them, you know, like, oh, I was up all night because my um, um, sleep training, you know, like, oh, yeah, I get that. I just did a lot, you know, just giving advice, like having those conversations, just because once you're a mom and someone else is a mom, you're, you're really like the same person. So I would say just the connection with all these women around the world, it's another topic to talk about. I totally agree. Just being a mom, it just kind of unites us all. We, we get it once you're a mom. So, okay. Well, I just want to end by giving people a chance to get in touch with you and to check out the hair grip. I know I checked it out and it's just so cool. So yeah, give us all your information. Sure. Pretty much the hairgrip.com. I do want to mention that I'm launching the lace bands. I put lace band by the hair grip. I put in lace so it could go under lace wigs, Facebook and Instagram, also the hair grip. Um, anyone can reach out if they need anything at all. I'm happy to collaborate with anyone. And of course, any moms in business or just moms who want to vent, I'm very open to helping and assisting anything anyone needs. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm wishing you the best of luck as you go off and do this full time. I think you have such an amazing product. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm nervous, but it's going to be great. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions, I want to hear from you. Send me an email to momscallingpod at gmail.com. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review this podcast. See you next week for another episode of Mom's Calling on the Believe Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.